Listen, I didn't say this was a wig snatching question. Welcome, everyone. Hello. How's it going? Happy airy season. How you doing, Nicholas? I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm. How are you? Oh, the same. I'm honestly kind of sleepy. I'm ready for a nap. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as you know, I went skating before this for a little exercise, and it's been a while, and I'm worn out. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. But I might take a nap after this before my homework. But... A lot of things, uh, just, you know, a little tired emotionally and brain-wise and physically for the moment, but not, like, devastatedly tired. Mm. Um, This past week, uh, I've been really tired as well. I've been very, very tired, actually, more often, very low energy. I've had some serious health concerns come up, Mm -hmm. but uh, ongoing and... Not fun to experience, but um, working on it and trying to stay as positive as I can. Spring break was just this past week, and I spent the entire time pretty much in bed dealing with my health concerns and ended up having to go to the hospital, as you know. I was there. Mm-hmm. And so... It's been a week. It's actually been two weeks since we recorded. We didn't record last week because of my health stuff. Yeah. And just honestly taking it day by day. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's the best way to do it sometimes, especially after like, you know, a big monkey wrench in the plan of what you already got going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So back at work and that's been interesting. Uh So, you know... My voice may not reflect it. My, my my spirits are good. You know, it's just I'm just very, very tired and in pain most of the time. And while I understand I'm allowed to complain and stuff, most of the time when I have pain, I don't really complain. I keep to myself. And so just trying to keep it pushing, keep it moving. Mm-hmm. How was your past two weeks? Um, it was okay, you know, um, school, the second half of the semester started for me. This is week two right now. Um, so I'm getting adjusting to that because it's two different types of classes I haven't had yet. Uh, A lot of reading I have to do. Uh, it took me an hour to read a chapter, Mm -hmm. (laughs) even though this book that I have has a ton of pictures in it. I'm just, I'm like, ah, it's just a lot. Oops. Sorry. Um, it's just a lot. And it's not, I don't feel overwhelmed like I did with the psych though. Like with my psych class and all that reading, I don't feel as overwhelmed. I feel a lot more calm, like more relaxed with it in the sense of like, I could do this. Like, I don't know, you, everything you've told me before, like you just, I think of sometimes like your encouraging words. So I'm like, okay, I can do this. Like, like, bitch, it may not seem important right now, but what, knowing me when I, with my random information, this will come in handy one day. Mm-hmm. So I'm just reading through it, just absorbing it, like how, how I watch my documentaries and everything. Because right now, one of my classes is the history of graphic design, or as I like to say it, welcome to the history of graphic design. Mm-hmm. And it feels like that. <laughs> like it feels like that right now. But it also is like, 
it's a lot more interesting than I thought because it's right now we're learning about like early like hieroglyphics and all those all those different types of terms about that being like the first stuff. So I'm like, this is okay. This is up my alley with like things that would interest me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just taking it in. It's just a lot of like reading and mm-hmm. big words, but I got my little, you know, um, checkbook of the vocab. So I'm doing pretty good. I got three chapters more to read by technically by Sunday mm-hmm. for my first quiz. And I'll find out how much I need to really study for the rest of the class after this first quiz, honestly. Yeah, I have. A hundred pages left for reading that I need to do for school. Like, by when? Sunday. And I'll get it done, but it was nice to not have any homework over spring break. Like, my both my professors were like, just take the time to relax. And of course, I was forced to, (laughs) kind of. Mm -hmm. But coming back, I'm like, oh, school, back at it. But I I feel that. Maybe not to the same extent, but you know. Mm hmm. I feel it. My other class is right now. It's honestly kind of simple and it's, I don't, I'm procrastinating it because it's so simple right now because I've, I'm a little bit more advanced in this part with like graphic design stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm trying to take that, also take that with the growing assault as well. I'm like, okay, just pay attention, do it because I want to mess up later. Mm-hmm. So peace and cues. Day by day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Day by day. Mm-hmm. My model for 27 for sure. <clears throat> I'm going back to therapy. I've missed it. I'm happy to go back. I need to go back. I've been having crazy ass dreams again. And I was kind of telling you the other day, what is interesting though, is like my internal alarm clock will come through my dreams. So like I'll be having, let's say a dream about like surfing mm-hmm. and then randomly there'll be like a child coughing really bad or like crying and in my dream, I'm like, why? Well, one, why is there a child here with two? They're like choking. And then I'm like staring and I'm like, oh shit, I'm asleep. And like, I wake up and I'm like, wake up right when I need to wake up. I just think that's something that's interesting that's been happening in my dreams. Just like weird things that'll wake me up. That, that'll Weird things in my dreams that'll happen that'll like signal me to wake up. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool, but it's also kind of strange because again, bizarre dreams I've been having. Oh. Sounds like you've been having some lucid dreaming a little bit. Oh, for sure. Same. For I told sure. you we were both like, it's weird. Some, like I told you mine the other day was like cornbread was in it. Mm-hmm. And then we were in a forest mm-hmm. and then I just woke up and I was like, what? Like, what did this, what does this mean? Cornbread the drag queen. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Uh, the cornbread jute. Uh, and I was like, what does this mean? Drag queen and trees. Who knows? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, all in the night's sleep. Yeah. World news. There's quite some things that I've come across, but I'm going to keep it brief because it's nothing really happy. Uh, there was a plane crash and then the China Eastern Airlines Boeing plane crashed in the mountainous region of China. I'm here. Everyone died. There's tornadoes in New Orleans. In New Orleans, that was very destructive. <laughs> I didn't even see that. Yep. Mass shootings have been at an all-time high since things have opened up during this pandemic. More notably, there were two shootings last night in Miami due to the spring breakers. Oh. And just something that I noticed while watching the uh, news coverage of the spring breakers. One, I'm like, I would, I was about to say something very awful. How do I frame this? 
there would be serious repercussions if I were to be watching the news and see my child acting an ass on the television in Miami. Oh, yeah, I'd be like, this is where they are. Go get them. And I just found it, one, very interesting to watch people, adults, I'm assuming adults because they are in Miami for spring break, holding their phones, recording things while shit is going down. That signals to me that you're not fully present too. It's just a turnoff to me. You know, you know how I feel about phones in general, Mm -hmm. but like, it's just a turnoff to me to like, you're supposed to be having these experiences with people and you're already acting rowdy and crazy in this area where these people have to live. Like, yeah, you're visiting, but people, this is home for people. Mm-hmm. But two, you're being a dumbass recording it so you can go to social media. So like, how much of this are you actually experiencing? How much are you just trying to show your friends, you know? Just thought that was interesting. Another thing was that the Tiger team, which is the secret and air quotes around secret because... It's not a secret, but yet the New York Times reported that it was a secret team that Biden assembled in regards to handling the uh, war situation in Russia. I mean, in Ukraine. But the Tiger team got together and they're trying, they're discussing plans of action. It decides to attack with chemical, biological or nuclear warfare because it's, it's heading that way. And so... I didn't see anything yet, but I know Biden's supposed to be speaking today, addressing questions and stuff. Another thing was that the interest rates are rising this year. They're going to rise six more times to battle inflation. So so nothing's ever going to get better. If Well, technically, it's supposed to help. So, like, it balances it out. Things are going to get more expensive for the time being. Like, loans or interest rates are going up. Pretty much interest rates for everything are going up. Credit cards, cars, etc., so if you want to get something and haven't gotten it right now is a great time to do it before everything gets really high. But it's supposed to battle it. It's supposed to battle it out. And like I did a little deep dive and understanding because I'm like, how does that make sense to raise things? It technically does make sense that it's going to do it, but it just takes a couple of years to balance it out. The thing is that it's just a hard hit for everybody that's low income because. Which is the majority of the nation. Right. Because it's, you know, things are already expensive as it is. And then the last thing is, I don't know if you've been paying attention to it, but the confirmation hearings for Judge Kentucky yep. Brown Johnson. Mm-hmm. It's truly exhausting to me. Uh, what is some of the questions that are being asked of her? It, it's it, very witch hunt they, to me. Very witch hunt, racist. Um, they truly hold no grounds, honestly, in my opinion, in regards to how she's going to uphold her position as a justice. Specifically, Lindsey Graham and Ted Cruz and their questioning and Ted Cruz and his whole fucking fifth grade project of having quotes and shit. It's just it's just really upsetting. But something that I liked that I saw that was quoted by the New York Times Daily writer, David Leonhardt, he said that Jackson Supreme's Jackson's Supreme Court confirmation hearing has turned into a case study of how disconnected from reality large parts of the Republican ecosystem have become thought that was a pretty good quote because it's very clear like the, the shit that's being asked of hers it's kind of like a a just like a display of like well this happened to i can't even remember her name right now but the white woman that just got sworn in 
this happened to such and such. So I just kind of just wanted to make an example of you because she had to, these are my words, but in so many words, this is essentially what's happening. Like, because she was berated with these questions and given such a quote unquote hard time, she I'm going to give you a hard time. She wasn't qualified. She, that white woman didn't even have as many court cases as any of the judges that were sitting. So what do you mean? Like, okay. Yeah. And she, uh, um, what is her first name? Who's first our name? current uh, uh, up for up for position of Supreme Court Judge Kintaji Brown uh, Johnson? Yes, Mi- Judge Johnson. Um, Brown Johnson. She, Judge Brown Johnson. I'm sorry. Uh, she has more court like experience than all the judges on seated right now in the Supreme Court together. And she's worked for uh. I believe two of them mm-hmm. or worked in the office of one of them and then worked for one of them for a couple of years. I She was a, is it public defender or public prosecutor? The the position of where a lawyer has to defend, oh, public defender. The lawyer defends low-income people, essentially what, quoting New York Times, poor people who can't afford a lawyer. And so they do the work pro bono. I believe is the term where they don't get paid. They're just defending them. And so they're also using those examples and her questioning of like, well, I feel like these again are my words and so many words. They were pretty much saying like, I feel like you were easy on some of these cases and you support war criminals, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, I really liked her responses and her questioning because it's like, it's really hard to combat what she's saying. Like she knows her shit. And so I feel like she has a pretty good. Not a stupid woman. Hello. No. So I feel like she has a pretty good, good chance at being appointed. I, I wouldn't see why she wouldn't be appointed. Yeah, I don't see anything as suspicious as the last one that got sworn in by the dummy. Yeah. So those are the things I saw in the news. No one to spend too much time on because, again, none of them were too exciting. Mm-hmm. Did you see anything in the news? Well, pretty much the same thing. I really liked Booker's, um, Senator Booker's um uh, I, w- I, w- speech, I, I think it was a speech. It would be considered a speech. Did you hear it? No. When, he- oh, you got to hear it if you, if you have emotional time for it. When he's speaking, it's in the middle of the trial, trial before they took like a recess. And he's just like, he's pointing out how ridiculous this all is. Like that we're, that they're doing this to you, the way they're interviewing you and just how proud he is. Just that she's there and validating her that you're supposed to be here because you're here right now. It's not, this isn't, nobody made it easy for you or anything. You worked hard just like I worked hard and in him stating all the people who've come before them, like everybody who, just his speech is really good. I enjoy, I enjoyed it. I think it was very inspiring. I hope it inspires a lot of younger Americans to strive for better, just for better, mm-hmm. for what we want to call our government. So it was good. I suggest seeing it. I watched it twice. And the first time I just was like listening. And the second time I like processed it a little differently. And I like that. That's in the news. I've really been kind of keeping up with the whole Russia thing. Mm-hmm. Just personally, like watching videos and, and informational things that are going on. Um, And it's just exhausting, scary. And, you know, it's like Russia really doesn't have the money to keep going with this. It's already put them in the hole too much. And either they get rid of him. Like he's, they leave or, you know what I mean? This is pessimistic. Yeah. But they're not going to get rid of him. He's going to do something before someone gets rid of him. Yeah. So that's my opinion. I I mean, I'm not hoping for that. I hope to God I am wrong. Me too. But all signs are pointing in that direction. Yeah. I hope it doesn't end up nuclear 
at all. Um, yeah, I hope that doesn't happen because that's going to be a lonely road for him. So, and that's not, that's just not fair to everybody who doesn't even want this. Like the Russians that don't want this and have no control because they're in a regime, you know, it's just all this because it's just going to affect everybody and all the people who already have nothing like this will just make things 10 times worse. It's just, it's just, if we're so civilized as a, you know, Western world or society now, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Messing with people's lives like that is not, it's not, they're not toys. Everyone's important. Hmm. But that's pretty much what I've seen in the news. Um, I've seen too many plane videos, like people acting a fool on the plane. And it just really is deterring me from wanting to air travel because how do you want to act up in a plane? Speaking of planes, I saw earlier that Miley Cyrus was on oh, yeah. her concert and it was her plane was struck by lightning and they had to do an emergency landing. Mm-hmm. So the concert had to be canceled. But I was just like, dang, like that's got to be scary as hell. I saw uh, like a video clip of, from her recording of mm-hmm. just like the window just lighting up white. Mm-hmm. So I thought that shit was crazy. Yeah. Lightning is scary. Pretty, but scary. I'm like, it's looking like a train for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> And what we've watched, Drag Race, the the horrible snatch game we seen two, a week, ago, two weeks ago. Oh, we haven't, we haven't talked. No, we haven't been uh, back. Listen, I just feel like skipping over it because honestly, what was the point? I mean, Deja was funny, and she yeah. was the only one that was funny. Deja won. Deja was funny. No one went home that episode once again. <laughs> Die is really delusional. Die, in my opinion, delusional. my personal opinion, not putting out hate or anything. Die is delusional, in my opinion, mm-hmm. as well. Also. I personally don't care for her, uh, her doubling down on her person on her personality. In my opinion, I feel like it's a bad attitude. I do understand that some people like that and for like how she's portraying herself and acting, which again, good for them. Just not my cup of tea. And so this week, this past week, they did the lip sync Lollapalooza. Honestly, it was good. I liked it. it was I liked good. all of it. I did too. Uh, I was I impressed. Pulled it out that they were testing Bosco. RuPaul was testing definitely because Bosco. Bosco wasn't going home. Because I thought what I you Bosco said, wasn't going. Home. I thought of what you told me when we talked about it, mm-hmm. and you're like, "No, RuPaul's probably really disappointed because Bosco's been funny every time they have a challenge and has been really witty, really quick, and kind of like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep you, but I'm gonna let you work for this.' Yeah, and I rewatched the lip syncs yesterday mm-hmm. just to re, just I wanted to rewatch them. And when Willow called Bosco's name, the Bosco's face of fear. Right, maybe it wasn't fear, but it looked like fear. Mm-hmm. Of like, and then she went. <laughs> it's like, why was she so scared? Like, I'm, but it makes sense if they all said that she was the one who's most likely in her head. They could from who's to say she was scared? She probably just was shocked that she was chosen first, especially mm-hmm. by Willow. Yeah, I knew Willow wasn't going home. I didn't agree with that choice. I rewatched it. I think Willow was better after rewatching it a second time. First uh-huh. time, I didn't. I agree with you. Uh-huh. I don't think she should have won that one. But watching it a second time, I'm like, oh, okay. I just paid attention to it differently. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think Willow um, embodied the words, but, like, again, just one glance, first look, Bosco caught my attention more than Willow. Willow seemed a little low energy for me. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think RuPaul was just testing or, like, kind of sending a message to Bosco, like, bitch, I'm just really just testing you. Like, you're not going home, Mm -hmm. but I just want you to know that, like, you dropped the ball in the snatch game. And so, like, Bosco lip synced three times, which was probably irritating to her, but she she was safe. She stayed home and I'm happy she stayed. I will make the point that other people have pointed out that 
I do like Bosco. I do think she's funny. I do think she has style. All great things. However, if I do see the same panty and bra three weeks in a row once again, I do think that she needs some type of critique because that's that's, that's not fair brother. for the sense for the for the girls who are actually changing up their looks each week. And he, she literally keeps coming out and literally the same panty. And it's like, OK, we get it, you know. So that's my critique of that. Mm-hmm. George's smart ass choice for that was radio. so yeah yeah that was a and she was just smart like ass choice. radio yeah like everyone is it- and then i also yeah. really appreciate specifically georges and willow in that they're the way they're doing the competition is how i would do the competition i'm not telling any of you bitches what i can do or I idiot, my motive i don't hit. i'm also going to fuck with your minds and make you think that i think you're a threat when i ultimately don't I just want you to get a big ass head so then you could fall in your ass because that head toppled over. Uh, I don't disagree with Jasmine going home. I, I do think that, you know, she lip synced so many times. Yeah, so it was she was time to the, go home. She was already in the bottom the third time by this episode. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I, 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 I know she irritated me when the season first started. But honestly, her going home, like I, I felt good about her as a person. Like mm-hmm. I felt like overall, while the bitch does talk a lot. And can be irritating. I do think that she has a very good attitude. She has a very, very, very positive. Is a good team player and had a good run. I do think that she's going to be back. Oh, I think she's definitely going to be an Yeah, yeah. Definitely as a lip sync assassin in some form. Mm-hmm. So that was, it was like, it was bittersweet, but I wasn't upset. They'd be foolish to not bring her back or something. I really, you know, like I said, Daya's attitude. I were like, I just don't, I, that doesn't fly with me. That type of, like, I understand people say it's a pressure cooker and stuff, but that's not how I am under pressure. I'm not going to be rude for no reason. Like I will literally tell you, I'm irritated about myself. Like it's something no one else is doing. I'm just mad at the game. Like I would be honest. I'm not going to say no offense, but you this and that and that, but no offense after insulting somebody like. Dialects, in my opinion, dialect, self-awareness, accountability, and is selfish. And then when... Because she exposed herself, especially in this last episode, when something doesn't go your way, you're upset. When something does go your way, you're you're a little okay. That's not cute. You're a grown-ass man. Once I said, once I, like I said the last time, I think, it's not Daya's Drag Race, it's RuPaul's. So, like, everything you're upset about, why don't you just tell RuPaul that? Right. It's her decisions, it's not the girls's. Honestly, if I were on the show, I would say shit like that. Like, if you, like... You can be upset. I'm not trying to change your feelings or anything. But sis, don't point it in my direction. I didn't say that you're in the bottom, that you're safe. You're upset at her. Tell RuPaul that. But we all know you don't have the balls to say that because you're just a bitch that likes to cry wolf. But when it comes down to do your shit, you're going to be quiet. Yeah, just our opinions. Like I said again, no spreading hate. Just... This is not purely off of the show. Yeah, we're going, it's just a show. It's nothing to go tell anybody yeah. anything negative. Like, we're just recapping here for mm-hmm. our opinions. Yeah. So I am looking forward to the next episode. I'm just, it's a, they it's gotta a, start sending bitches home. It's a musical episode, so. They gotta start sending bitches home. Like, really. I mean, they're seven now, finally. So. Yeah. It's been two months. Mm-hmm. It's literally been two months. Other things we watched, uh, Red, the Disney movie. Oh, yes. About the panda. That was a good movie. I liked it. It got me. Um, I watched it after I had a little situation in my head with thinking about my parents. Mm-hmm. And so watching that, it almost got me to cry. But I was like, Mm-mm. not today. Not today, the devil. 
I was talking about that with the movie with, with a coworker mm-hmm. yesterday. And I was like, we were just talking about the movie. I said, it killed me. Like, oh, like this is the Aries in me where like she went into the mirror. Oh, spoiler. Where she went and figured out, went in that space with her mom and her mom was young. Like mm-hmm. her inner self was young. Mm-hmm. And she's crying and saying, I'll never be good enough. And if I was the daughter, I would be like, no, no shit. You're not going to be good enough. But how's it feel? But the daughter was a better wow. person. The daughter was a better person than I was. Wow. <laughs> the daughter was better than me. And I thought, I was like, wow, like what a message in the sense of like, like everyone, even our parents, like maybe the trauma still holds on inside. Like there's still a child on the inside holding on to that trauma I mean, they're sometimes. they're human. No, yeah. That's what I was like. For me, that was a good realization of like for people and myself to remember our parents have that little child inside of them too that is still probably going through stuff sometimes. It was interesting to see that, like, while it's not her job, and obviously it was a point of the story to make a point, mm-hmm. she was very young to have that moment of, like, child turns to parent type of situation, mm-hmm. where I feel like most of us, when we get to a certain age or certain situations happen in our adulthood, hopefully it takes that long. But in our adulthood, where we realize, oh, shit, our parents are just humans, or, like, our parents are people as well that feel some of the same things that we do like they have that inner child that just needs to be hugged and like told it's okay it's very interesting to i forgot my point of that but i think i know where you're going yeah it's just it was a good movie it was a good movie overall i loved how it was like very like and might be like 90s anime a lot mm-hmm. of things and then the tamagotchi yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yes and then they're like it was the part where she started realizing she likes boys and she's like oh my god yeah. <laughs> I was like, same. Same. She grew so fast. So many pages in that book. Yeah. And but my mom really just needed to learn her. Own I things. know. I know. I have friends who have parents like that mother where my, my mom was not overbearing in that way. But I think also because I got to a certain age where I just didn't share anything with my parents for many reasons. But so it wouldn't have gotten to that point. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I was blessed to have parents that understood I need to be alone. Like yeah. for my health, literally my internal health, I need to be alone. Yeah. But I would, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done if I, if my, either of my parents were like that, because that is overbearing. Like it is okay and natural for your child to have feelings. They're going through puberty. They mm-hmm. can be attracted to other people as long as it's not inappropriate or the people that are interacting are inappropriate with them. Like it's, let them be. It was like, contradicting of the mom to be ready to give her feminine uh, hygiene products, mm-hmm. but not to accept that there's going to be other new feelings that are coming with that. Right. And I loved, I seen some um, fan art for it already. Mm-hmm. And you know, I forget the boy's name. Was it Kevin? Whatever the boy's Devin, name. Devin. Yeah. Whatever. No, not the, not the clerk guy. The young one who played basketball, whatever his name was, I forgot it. Somebody did a like a fan art thing of all five of them, the girls and him as the Sailor Scouts. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> so I thought that was cute. And when they all started freaking out for the concert mm-hmm. and he was there, I just started laughing <laughs> so hard because when he's like, I love you, man. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I, like, I don't know if you're supposed to be gay, but this whole moment is just really oh, great. Wow. I didn't even think that. It, that would crotch Sexuality my... is removed for children. Well, well I only took it because they were 13 and the the, the change like I, I kind of had the underlining of that change uh, so I was like taking it like that but that was not my main highlight of the whole situation I just thought it was funny uh-huh. and it had a lot of funny points in the movie which I appreciated I also do want to make a point not saying that you were doing this but I also want to make a point that like I think it's important for 
parents and people to allow their children to be interested in what they're interested in. Just mm-hmm. because a boy is interested in a boy band doesn't mean that he's gay. Okay. I mean, yeah, but I, but I didn't mean, when I said that, I didn't mean I just it. said I oh, okay. said you weren't doing that. I was just making a point. Okay. Yeah. But other things I've watched, Severance, it's the Apple TV show, the one I told you to watch or check out. Mm-hmm. We Crash is also another TV show. It's about the, um, the WeWork founders. It's a, it's a pretty interesting story. The, I, if anyone watches it, let me know so I can talk to you about it. But the thing that stands out to me is that one, Anne Hathaway deepens her voice in the show. Two, her husband in the show. Something about him is very untrustworthy to me. Like he may not be, like he may be a very trustworthy person, but something about him rubs me weird. Like from the start of the show, as soon as he started talking, I'm like, mm, you make me uncomfortable in some form. And then I've also watched Smiling Friends. It's a cartoon show. It's like an adult cartoon show. It's on HBO Max. At least that's where I watch it. I think it's on Adult Swim, but I watch it on um, HBO Max. There, it's a it's an animated show. It's it, comical. I like I like the animation in it. A very wild show. A def, definitely a show to watch if someone likes to get high or watch cartoons. It's definitely along the lines of like a Rick and Morty type of vibe. <clears throat> Did you watch anything else? I mean, I watched Onward with you for the first time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we watched Onward. Um, I mean, it was your first time, my uh-huh. second time. Uh, good movie. Um, I mean, I watched Star Wars the other day, but I've seen that millions of times. Mm-hmm. Maybe not millions, but hundreds already at this point. Uh, nothing to report. Anything else I think on anything I've watched. Okay. Before we take a schwitz, I did have a question about watching things. What do you think it says about a person that doesn't watch what's recommended to them, but insists on someone watching what they recommended to you? I mean, I understand that because you're if it's just recommended on your app, there's no conversation or no like they don't like it knows maybe what you're watching, but that doesn't mean. No, I mean like a person like so. For no, example, I was getting to that. I'm saying oh, like okay. I would I would take over what a person told me over like what was recommended on like an app. Because they're at least like conversing. There's like energy behind it. You get the feel of like, oh, it was a great movie because it just it just gave you this element and this. Mm-hmm. Besides just having like turning on the screen, it's just like a picture of an image that's just the movie. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I, that for me, I, maybe it's the, the communication of it more for me. So my question was more so if I watch something and I say, hey, Benjamin, check this out. I think you'll like it. And you don't watch it. But then you say, hey, Nicholas, watch this. I think you'll like it. And you insist on me watching it, but you haven't watched anything I've recommended. What do you think that says? Oh, um, that means somebody maybe has a little bit of a complex where they just want people to do what they say. <laughs> maybe a little bit, not extreme, but mm-hmm. maybe it's a little of that. Or maybe they underlining don't like what they suggest. Like one of the person doesn't like what they suggest and they don't want to instead say that. So they just are like, no, are you saying that that's me? I'm just asking a question. Oh, okay. Because I was just looking at your face and I was like, are you? All right, that's it. Let's take a schwitz. All right, we're back. Hi. It's time for our first segment, the fuck off list. I've got three this week. Do you have any? Um, yeah, they're very generic. Okay. Mine are too. I'll go first. First, fuck off is peer pressure. People who peer pressure, fuck off. It's not cute. 
it's not right. It puts people in very precarious situations. It puts people in situations where they normally wouldn't do things if they weren't pressured to do it. It just doesn't help anything. Allow people to make their decisions in their own time and be okay with someone's decision, even if it's not what you want them to do or something that you don't agree with. Allow a person to be their individual person and decide for themselves. Peer pressure isn't cute. I recently had an experience with peer pressure and reflecting back on it after the fact, did not appreciate it and honestly didn't appreciate it in the middle of it. But especially looking back on it, did not like it and was upset at myself for allowing that to happen. But also felt very pressured and felt like I needed to make that. I, the reason I decided was what I did was because if it wasn't that, something bad was going to happen. So just want to say fuck off to people who peer pressure. Second on my fuck off list, people who give an attitude yet are unsure about what exactly they need help with. <laughs> fuck off. If you're asking for help and or you need help and you give the person that you are asking for help or need help from an attitude, it's unnecessary. Fuck off. That's a quick way for me to ignore you and not want to help you. Positive alternative. Have a little patience. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with being irritated. I'm not saying you can't feel what you want to feel. But communicate in a better way. <laughs> Just communicate in a better way. It's fucking awful. Last fuck off. Toyota Gonzalez. Oh. The harassing me is getting out of hand. Please. I am not your man. I am not your owner. He has been harassing Your me. energy is calling to him, dude. There's <laughs> something about it. It's something about me and animals in general. But I guess just because I'm around Yoda a lot, he harass... In, in my own words, he harasses me. He will follow me. It, today, you missed it. When you were gone... I guess he was outside. The yeah, he wanted to go outside. So I was like, okay. And so when you let him in, the door was open. The reason I had to close the door is because I had my laptop charging in the outlets behind the couch. So I pushed it up closer so that walkway isn't available there. This dog walks in and you know, his little click clacker just walking in all slow. And then he comes to the corner right there, looks up at the couch, looks over at me and it just, and then I look, I'm like <laughs> looking at him and I don't, I don't think he registered that I was looking at him. And I said, Yoda, what? And he goes, and then walks away. Like, what the actual hell, man? <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? Like, what, can, what can I give you? You're going to do nothing but just come over, sniff my ankles and harass my feet and then walk away. Please leave me alone. I love you, Yoda, but fuck off sometimes. <laughs> Those are my fuck offs. Um, my first one is a fuck off to racists, especially racist people. <laughs> and they're raving. No, no. <laughs> Go ahead. Fuck off to races, especially in political power and Senate seats and representing gr large groups of people. Fuck you. A positive alternative is we need to have some re-elections here and some background checks, honey. Um, Second one. And stricter guidelines. Yeah. Stricter guidelines. <laughs> Please. We're doing all this harassing. Uh, How are you going to check somebody when your ass goes to fucking Mexico and abandons your whole state <laughs> and leaves your dog to a snowstorm? Son of a bitch. Um, <clears throat> next one is, once again, I've said this is probably the fifth time, but I'm hoping for a positive alternative. Maybe you hop this time. Wear a condom. 
No, not that. <laughs> Anything but that. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, safe sex. Yeah. Um, Consensual. Yes. Yes. That part. Um, fuck off to drivers that don't know how to merge onto the fucking freeway. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what people think that the outside lane is the slow 25 mile an hour lane, especially when you're coming onto the freeway and it's hot. The freeways like zoom in. I don't know why you're coming in at 20 miles an hour. When you see a car coming, it would be better if you just slowed even slower so you don't ram into me. I'm tired of seeing it. I don't know why people, if you're that afraid for the freeway, maybe you should take the roads. I just say a little prayer now when I see people like beating up on me and I'm like driving the speed limit. And I'm like, I just say a quick prayer because I'm like, I'm going to either let you slam into me or you're going to slow down. But I can't do anything about moving out of the way. I don't think I got to say this because we didn't record the week. Fuck off to people. I, I said it before, but I'm saying it again. Fuck off to people who spit at me. You did say that. Did I? Well, I'm saying it again. No one did it recently, but I'm saying it again. Fuck off to people that spit at people when they're upset. Because I seen some guy do it to somebody's car because they didn't signal or whatever. And I'm like, is it really? Like, that is the, the, that is, that is just the scum thing to do. I'd rather have you fight me with your fists than to spit at me, honestly. Well, no one's going to do that because they don't have confidence in themselves. No, of course not. So fuck off. Stop spitting at people. That is that's, that is not good. Unless it's like part of the culture. I know there are some cultures where you do spit on somebody for like a blessing. That's different. I'm talking about like malicious here. I will say this is not a pass for awful drivers, but I will say there's clearly many steps that need to for this to be happened. But we also need a restructuring of how these freeways are made because we're no longer in the 90s. These exits and merging lanes are not the business. Oh my God, girl, real quick. I know this is part of my fuck off list. You just reminded me. 146,000 people have moved out of LA since 2021. Did you see that? Mm-mm. People are leaving LA and they're starting to like worry now. I'm like, well, people can't afford it. What the hell do you think they're going to, where are they going to go? Those are my fuck offs for right now. Right. That's, I think that's enough. Okay. Well, let's move into Benjamin's brain teasers. It's the third week of March, so it's Benjamin's turn, his once a month turn to ask me questions. So without further ado. Judge Ben Hamid reporting for duty. <laughs> Take it away. All right. So in the likes and the theme of it being my zodiac sign time of the year, these kind of have a little there bit of, go. they have a little bit of a me. Aries will never let you forget it. Oh, it's Aries season? Is that the season? Oh my God. Thanks for noticing. Okay. So we got a couple questions here. When I say a couple, I mean five. Number one, what are some of your favorite things about me? Oh my, oh, you literally meant. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Some, it could be like two, three if you want. I'll go first. Uh, (laughs) Oh, wow, you're answering it as well. No, I was going to answer for you. Oh, Um, Some of my favorite things about you is. Oh, me. Okay. I thought she. Oh, no, I'm like, it like I, it's like if you're asking me. It's it, very on brand for an Aries. Go ahead. Tell me. No, it's like about yourself. <laughs> I am not like that. <laughs> no, no, no. Not outward to most people, but bitch, I know you. <laughs> Listen, I didn't say this was a wig snatching question. Okay, so a couple things I do like about you is I like when you're really genuinely like over it because you do this laugh that just makes me want to like feed that over it no. energy. Can I speak No, what? Because that is one of the hardest things to deal with. Not really, but it's one of the hardest things to deal with. Why? Because, you know, naturally, that is not how I am. But 
Oh my God. For anyone that's listening, whenever I am in this mood, Benjamin will recognize it before I do. And he, and I pay attention to it either because he signals me in, yes, continue. I, I like when you're in this mood and, or he'll be asked, he'll do certain things or ask me things where it just brings it out more and more. And then I catch on and I'm like, you bitch. <laughs> you're trying to get me. To- I just like you to let loose a little bit sometimes, you know, because especially when it's not towards me. <laughs> I'm always like, yes. yeah, uh-huh. um, I like that. I like when um, I like your detailed opinions uh, on things that we're interested in or you're interested in. You're explaining it to me because it just helps me to to really understand how it makes you feel. So I don't have to do it again to piss you off. Yep. <laughs> as an example but uh, just for other things too um i like your ideas for fun things to do like i think you're really good at planning so i guess planning any any sense of the word for, for planning for, 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 for you for planning for planning for you it's always i'm never like not satisfied with the plan but I know you don't like to always plan it because you're like, you need a plan. I'm tired of planning. <laughs> but it's because you plan very well when you do. So I do. I do. I enjoy that. Those are just a couple of things I really enjoy. Okay. Um, one, I like your sense of style. Me? Yeah, I do. Um, My genie. While I do think that I have an amazing sense of style. You do. You do. I do. I didn't want to go to the easy thing. Yeah, of know? course. Well, dang, you make me say that my thing is easy. No, I mean... It, you, like right now, you look very stylish right now. You look uh, like you're ready to hang out. Maybe we'll go like play tennis. Like you don't, you have many options. Which I've been wanting to do by the way. When that's, when you heal. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I like your sense of style. Uh, for those who are a, a, a close friends of us and um, those who know us and or anyone that's observational knows that I pretty much steal a lot of your clothes or I borrow a lot of your clothes. Yeah, you do. Because most of this. one, I haven't really gone shopping in years, so I don't have much, much things that fit. <laughs> but also you like to go shopping and don't tell a bitch. And then you, I see your clothes and I'm like, oh, that's cute. And you don't wear it. Oh, you mean completely like, go into my closet and just sort of like, hmm, it's a Tuesday. No, I said you like to go shopping. That's my shopping. My shopping is going into Oh, <laughs> oh. and be like, oh, what, what, what can I wear this? Well, I'm like, it has a tag on you're it. Not, so. You're going to be working. Yeah. You're not going to wear it. You're yeah, I haven't worn it yet. So, <laughs> yeah, I like your sense of style. <laughs> um, I like your uh, ability to grow. Like, I really do feel like throughout our friendship. Well, like a cactus. While keeping it on theme, you are a very stubborn Aries. I do think that, like, you definitely are someone that grows. It may take you a while with certain things, but you do grow. You take the time to think and process. And I really do appreciate that in you as a friend because that's something that I really like. Also, I really do like that you're patient while... while you don't have patience for many things. Definitely don't. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Right, don't. let me clarify. While you don't have patience for many things. Period. You have patience with me. Mm-hmm. And I and I really do appreciate that because uh, you allow me to be myself and you allow me to express myself even though you may not like it or agree with it most of the, or not most of the time, but sometimes you do allow me to still be myself. Um, and that has allowed me to, one, grow closer to you, but also grow into a better individual, I think, because um, as we all know, my best friends have all that similarity. 
And that is something that I personally didn't get at home growing up. I wasn't allowed to be as free as I am with you guys. So I really appreciate that. Um, do you well, want me to continue? No, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I got to keep my, I got to keep my head in this head. Right. It's just getting a little big right now. <laughs> All right. Ready for question two? Yes. <clears throat> this is another one. Just a really good one. About I me. feel right. <laughs> what, uh, what elements of my art do you enjoy and how would you describe me as an artist? Elements of your art that I enjoy. I like that I can tell you your art without, well, it's kind of hard because I literally have seen you grown into what you are, Mm -hmm. but you have a very distinct style. Like I can tell if someone were to place your art up into a display with other people's and I had to pick out your art, I could pick it out without a problem. Whether it's traditional, digital, a sketch, whatever, I feel like I have the confidence in knowing your style and knowing how you draw to be able to pick it out. It's very distinct. The elements of your art that I like are the colors. I do think that you have a very good sense of color. I do think that your color theory is pretty on point. I do think that you use a lot of similar colors like you do like a we all know a golden rod you like a orange rose. you like a green uh I you do. like a yellow mm-hmm. but regardless i think those colors are in a lot of your paintings but you use them in a way where it's like it's not lapped over your head like oh god benjamin's using a yellow again. using that golden you know? rod again right yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i do really appreciate that cool um <clears throat> so for you for me um, I, I love, no, if, well, first, if I'm to describe your art, your creative, creative art. Sorry, did I describe your art? Uh, you said, well, you said, you know, it's mine. Oh, so okay. I guess that's okay. describing me. I okay. guess. And you said color. So, mm-hmm. um, for you to describe you as an artist, um, I would say precise. Like that's how I would describe you. Precise. I would say precise and a journey. Like those two words go together. Okay. For to describe you as an artist. And then the elements that I do like about your art, your precision. I like uh, your planning that goes into it. And I like your, like, mm, I don't know if it would be execution or your, I don't know if that's the right word for it, but your process. Okay. I like those three things I really like. It's interesting that you say that because I'm working on a painting that um, I feel like you're really going to like, Mm -hmm. but it's taken me a while to do it. But um, yesterday when I was painting, I was kind of thinking of that where I was like, started to lean into the the mindset of the, the fucking tunnel of negative thoughts of like, oh my God, like I don't create that much art. I'm not a good artist. But then I had to sit there and realize like, I feel like the way I do art, whether it's painting or digital stuff or photography, is that it's very precise and it's very, it has to have intention. Like, so it may not be a lot, but when I do do something, it's very impactful because mm-hmm. of the precision and the thought that goes behind it. But thank like, you for that. No, yeah. Like you're very precise art wise and I f- for me I feel like I'm just very care carefree 
I kind of feel like, like I just do it. I agree. Like, I just be like, well, and then I'm like, I'm just not worried because I've had, like you said, with color, I, I, you said I'm good with it. I've had people, other students from before and stuff mm-hmm. tell me, you just don't seem like you're afraid. I'm like, well, I mean, worst thing is I just throw it away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm like, if I don't like it, yeah. but what that really happens. Because <laughs> it's mainly because of practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just practice what you're good, like what you like and you, it gets easier for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Question three. <laughs> this is a complete <laughs> turn. It's a long question too. Do you feel like the Republican Party had drift has drifted from their party's original conservative stances? And do you believe that it should be broken up into two new separate parties from what it is now? I don't think that they have straight or straight away and or neglected their original grounds as a Republican party and those that are a part of it. However, I do think that it should be separated into two set parties because there's an extreme Republican and then there's a liberal Republican. And while some, whilst they may hold some of the same belief, the extreme Republicans are extreme. And to the point where they rather just have nothing happen. For example, Ted Cruz and Lindsey Graham. I personally don't think that they should hold office. Because they're extreme to the point of the things that you focus on at times are not productive to society and or, in my opinion, to yourself. While they may be destructive on hell on earth, when they die, I'm sure they're going to reap the repercussions. Karma is a bitch, even in the afterlife. Bitch, I say that like I've been there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, they say we're both on our ninth life in right. virology, so we're, we're, last, we're on the last leg. We're on that last leg. Number four. <clears throat> What do you think our government still plays? Oh, oh, why do you think our government still plays into the racist hands at every turn of milestones or slash improvements? Because it's one of the easiest things to run to. It's also still very alive in the world. So a racist is a racist is a racist. So it's kind of hard to, for a racist stray away from racist ideals and racist opinions and or focusing on race when it's unnecessary and or irrelevant. So for example, with Judge Johnson Brown or Brown Johnson, they did bring up the point of how do we, again, these are my words and so many words, how do we know you're not just appointed just because you're a black woman? And it's like, and it's like, while, how while that is, while that is something to note, like she should, I agree, she should not just be appointed just because she's a black woman. But in that same right, she should be appointed because she's a black woman. Because one, that adds diversity and not the whole diverse, add the black person so we could be a diverse team. Not that reason. She has diversity because one, there haven't been that many women that position. Two, there haven't been any black women in that position. So we need representation of the world. Three, it's important for her to be in that role because it helps it, it helps begin to make change. Mm-hmm. Whether people want to admit it or not, I think that's why people are also afraid that it, it's it, going to hold them it, accountable. It's the big exactly. It's the beginnings of change in certain ways. Having a black woman in that position is important. I think it's a like we're clearly we've looked there the the work is there. So what are they playing the game? The work is there to back her up on what she can do and what her prof- and how qualified she is. Also, she it, it would be good, like you said, for many reasons. And also, we lost the first woman on it. Mm-hmm. Why not? What better way to show advancement? 
than to put someone who is qualified and who is a black woman to take over the first woman's pointed seat. Right. Also, I just want to note, side note, her hair is really cute. Mm -hmm. Like she's got to have, she's, when I look at people's hair like that, like my mom's hair is like that. I'm like, you have patience, (laughs) patience, because it's like, I, I know it's a specific type of style, but it's a very, very thin dreadlocks. And you can tell she has a shit ton of hair. Every time I see her hair, I'm like, wow, that is art, truly, <laughs> because wow. But anyway, to go back to your question, uh, racism is unfortunately always going to be there, at least in our lifetime. So it's going to be hard to not be a factor in a lot of things, especially within government. Mm-hmm. So. I'm, I feel like you answered the question. Um, the last question is completely different. If you could set the scene of how you want to feel internally this Aries season, so spring, describe it. I love that you took the entire spring. Well, spring is under the Aries cardinal (laughs) sign. So you got summer, which is great. Love that for you. I know, but you also have Gemini's there. That's fine. They know where they're at. There's a Taurus there too. Oh, yeah. And Taurus. (laughs) They're good. You just get rid of them completely. No, no, no. They're included in the in the springtime. But I'm just saying, what do you do? My season? So we're focused. Yeah, we're on me right now. I'm the oldest. I get get to go first (laughs) and set the scene for the rest of y'all. Sorry. So what is your question? Uh, If you could set the scene of how you want to feel internally this Aries slash spring season, describe it. Healthy and young. Is that what you mean? Or do you mean? It's however you, it's however you want to answer the question. There's no. Healthy, young, light, grounded, observant, and watchful. Because again, it is airy season. And while I love you, you do like to, you do like to push a bitch in, in leading into the, the letting out my (laughs) anger side. So. I don't know what you mean. (laughs) So. I'm trying to I'm trying to keep a watchful eye because I'm not trying to pop off on somebody. But this is definitely the time for me to be quick at the tongue. As long as you don't tell me I can't pop off. That are rude. I rarely tell you you can't pop off. I tell but you give me a look and I'm just I like, give you a look because you can be a lot for me to handle in certain situations. But that is also because I don't express that side of me until I'm pushed to the edge. Okay. <laughs> well, for me, <clears throat> um, if I was going to describe the set the scene for how I want to feel internally right now. Um, I'm picturing like uh, a cute house um, with trees around it. There's a nice little garden with flowers, some butterflies flying around. You hear the wind and the hummingbirds whistling in the distance. Don't get no um, here. <laughs> me sitting on the porch, having my cup of coffee, my easel out, painting, some good, some like light music, just little playing light, not super, super loud, but just lightly playing. Yoda laying on his back in his little bed and good Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> that part. <laughs> that's how I would describe it. Okay. So the whole scene. Mm-hmm. And scene, that's all I got. All right. Well, thanks for Benjamin's brain. Team. Yeah. Thanks for joining the team. I enjoyed those. Uh, the only couple of months. was... Aries in the government. Aries everywhere. (laughs) My mind was everywhere. All right. Well, let's move into our next segment. Pick a piece. Cool. This week, I don't have one to show yet. It's more of a question. Do you have any advice for shading and or texture in a painting? Are you talking acrylic? The painting I'm doing already. 
I already did the shading, so it is what it's going to be. Okay. But just moving forward, do you have any of Yes. When you're shading with acrylic, I always start with like a lighter, like I kind of start with like a lighter gray of the color that I actually want. Mm-hmm. And then I build on top of that with maybe a couple layers sometimes of the actual color I want. Because that darker color, when you put the lighter on top, when it, when the darker one dries, the little, and I'm talking like dark, like not like a, like a, I don't know, not like a lighter gray, if that makes sense. Like a lighter gray of whatever color you're using. So mix in some gray with like it, put it down, let it dry, and then put the actual color of hue, like if it's a green and you the actual color you want it to look like, put it on top of it and it'll help give it a little more depth when you're doing it for shading. And then for texture... What I do for texture is I do use different like mediums to mix in with it, like mm-hmm. like some texturing stuff. Mm-hmm. Or if I don't want to use that and I just want to go for it, I just clump a lot of paint. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of clump it without mixing any additive to it to make it thicker. Mm-hmm. And I will just like kind of let it leave it clumped and dr- have it dry up a little clump. Or I try to do like other color. I mix other colors, like kind of opposite colors into it a little bit. And that kind of creates like a texture with it but you don't want to do too much because then it's going to just look messy yeah okay all right for me that's what i want to know if i can borrow some of the stuff that you make like the paint thicker because there's a certain part of this painting that i'm doing that i want to add texture that Mm -hmm. makes the painting come off of the canvas but all right thank you for that do you have a pick a piece this week um i do it's not in the final form that i want i showed you earlier in the week, maybe a week ago I showed you, uh-huh. but I'm going to just talk about it on the podcast real quick. Okay. So I've been doing a fashion series that's been coming out recently of just fashion illustrations that I've done for, I sketching them out on my iPad and then I'm tracing them over onto my watercolor and I'm painting them in and refining them. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be the next one. I showed you this already. Oh yes. Yeah. So I'm going to do, I don't have a title for it yet, but it's going to be the next one in the series. Um, and yeah, you can see it, but everyone else will see it when it's in. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do next. And then, I mean, I showed you the picture for like, I'm working on some fruit ideas stuff. Mm-hmm. I haven't had any more time to do it because I've been working on school stuff, mm-hmm. but I will get back into it. And that's what I got right now. Let me update on my logo. No, not yet. Okay. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I just wanted to know. All right. Well, let's move into our... Next segment, mm-hmm. Fruits Fun Facts. Mm-hmm. I've got a few this week. I don't have any this week, so it's all you. All right. So my first is about colitis. So as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, I've had some health concerns and I was diagnosed with colitis and possibly have Crohn's disease. So I just wanted to share what colitis was. Colitis is a chronic digestive disease characterized by inflammation of the inner lining of the colon. Infection, loss of blood supply in the colon, inflammatory bowel disease, and invasion of the colon wall with collagen or lymphocytic white blood cells are all possible causes of inflamed colons. So I haven't looked too much into what Crohn's disease is because I'm waiting for the final diagnosis of that. But I do have colitis and I just wanted to share that. That was pretty interesting. A bitch has been going through it with these goddamn intestines in the stomach. I was telling uh, Mia that if ever there is studies and or proof 
that a stomach transplant is possible, I will be signing up, even if I need to be a part of the trial. But it's also not just your stomach, it's a colon. Yeah, it's my intestines as well. So the colon is a part of the large intestine or and or is the large intestine. So that's where people get colon cancer, et cetera, et cetera. God forbid. But yeah. Um, but it's just it's just been hard been very very hard to deal with that especially because as you know a bitch can barely eat anything as it is because of my food allergies so to have this new situation come about it just kind of restricts me a little bit more and so I don't know what this means in regards to if I have to eat restrictive like this forever I do know if I do am diagnosed with Crohn's disease I do but um in regards to colitis um, that's that's the one that can be. It's just like an infection, or I mean, it's never going away. But it, it's, it has it has like it can flare up, right? It, exactly. It, but most of the time, it's like it could be. It's probably gonna be dormant. Exactly. Uh, but it's not. It's not dormant in me. So well, not right now. Yeah. Well, it hasn't been. This is remember. I've also been struggling like with my kidneys, thinking that it was my kidneys. So my kidneys are fine and healthy. That's good. It's not my kidneys. It's been my intestine the entire time. So, and this has been happening for years. So it's been very concerning, but the positive is I'm happy that I know what's finally going on after years of not knowing what's going on and getting blood work done and going to different specialists, et cetera, et cetera. I'm happy to fucking finally know. So then we can now move forward and figure out how I can exist with these things in a healthy way. I'm glad you feel at least happy that you're knowing now rather than something really, really bad happening. And, you know... Well, I mean, bitch, I would argue that something really, really bad did happen this past week. Yeah, but not as bad as, like, you literally getting... uh, calling Like, you getting hauled off us being out somewhere and because you just collapsed because of it and we don't know what the hell it was. It's true. So, so we have a better... You have a better understanding hold on it because now you're catching it at a good time mm-hmm. than something like that happening. Yeah, I, I've just gotten to the point in the age of where now I'm just making everything that happens to me a joke. So it helps me cope with it. Obviously, the severity of it doesn't go away. But like just to make things lighthearted, I just make myself laugh every now and then. I was telling Laura, I was like, it just... It would be my luck. Like a bitch just came out of the womb dramatic and everything that happens to me is dramatic. Like I don't get sick a lot. Like, oh, I have a cold. But it's just like serious serious shit will happen. And it's like, that's me. I'm dramatic. I can't can't do it without making a show. So I guess you're wondering how I got to this point. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. And then my final fun fact is about LGBTQIA plus caregivers. So, 9% of caregivers of someone 50 plus self-identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender. 90? You say 90%? 9%. Oh, yes. Okay. No, no, 9%. It's like hard for the gay. However, of all screened respondents in caregiving in the USA 2015, 6.9% self-identify as LGBT. In addition, we find that caregiving for an adult is more common among those who identify as LGBT, 20.4%, versus 16.5% not identifying as LGBT. Nationally, Gallup estimates 5.6% of Americans are LGBT. Gates G.J., October 2014, LGBT 
demographics comparisons among population-based surveys, the Williams Institute. So I thought that was pretty interesting. I think something to note that I also pointed out in one of my homework assignments was that that's reported. I personally think that there are more people a part of the community that aren't reporting it for various reasons. And that's including those who are caregivers and those who are being taken care of. But yes, because a big reason why I'm getting my degree in gerontology is because LGBTQIA plus individuals are the most marginalized out of the elder community and oftentimes have to go back into the closet. And so that's a big part of my focus. But yeah, I thought I'd share that. That's something that was interesting to me. Pretty cool, fun facts this past week. And let's move into our last segment. Geek of the Week. Oh, boy! So this past week, while I was bedridden, I really got into Metroid. I seen, I seen. Yeah, I really put it, I really put a dent in Metroid <laughs> this past week. So that was pretty cool. The game is still very eerie to me because... It looks really scary. Like, for me, it looks scary. Bitch, I'm like, we're just like stuck in some type of spaceship type of situation. Like, I don't see outside like the, or planets. Like a Sigourney Weaver type situation. You know, like Alien? I don't think I've seen that movie. Oh, you do you know what Alien is though? I've heard of Alien. I've, the the I, big thing that has a stinger and then it's like comes out of I haven't it's seen big. it at all. So you don't know it what it looks like then, right? No. Okay. Yeah. Then never mind. Yeah. No. It's it's very much like there's a whole ecosystem inside this spaceship type of situation, but very interesting video game. Um, have you fought Ridley? The big. What does that look the like? The pterodactyl. Yes, I have. That's your nemesis in the game. I've killed him already. Oh, he hasn't come back yet. No. Um, it has like the scorpion tail thing. Mm-hmm. He's like a purple, like yeah, uh, pterodactyl. I've killed creature. one. Yeah. So this isn't a game that I would have gone out of my way to buy for myself and or play if you didn't bring it to my attention. So I thank you for that. Um, and it definitely has now turned into a game of I'm playing to beat the game. <laughs> because now I'm determined to beat the game. Do you know if you're almost done? Oh, I'm only like 23% through the game. Yeah. Oh, well, so you take There's your a lot of shit to get done. Yeah. And I, yeah, I don't literally this past week because I couldn't do anything else. That's why I was able to focus on it because I literally before then had 1% of the game done. So it's been pretty cool. I've been enjoying it. And then also I played the two new maps released in Mario Kart. Oh, yeah, 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 I yeah. I really enjoyed them. They're pretty fucking cool. I definitely want to play um, with more than just myself. Uh they're they're pretty cool. I played on 200 CC, so I highly doubt anyone else would want to play. Yeah, that's just a youth thing. <laughs> yeah. I want to actually be able to see where I'm going. Yeah, I highly doubt anyone else would want to play on that beat with me, but it was fun regardless. I really had fun. I really liked the new maps. I think you're going to really like them as well. And then my usual checkers with Laura. <laughs> we had a we had a really good game going and then she stopped responding. For a couple of days. She was like, bye. <laughs> no, no, no. This is the thing. We were both neck and neck. We both were very interested on how the game was going to end. She stopped responding because she got a little busy. And then she got back to it, but couldn't send the game. Like the game was like pretty much like, well, it took too long. So we had to start the whole game over. We were both pissed because when I tell you this game, we were playing for days and it, we, it was a good ass game of checkers and... We had to end it, but it's okay because we started a new one and she's whooping my ass currently in this game. 
But yeah, those are my games. I also did the crosswords. So let me uh, throw them your way. I got three for you this week. First one, five letters. Hint is roadblock. Sorry, sorry, excuse me. Road bend. A curve? Yes. I did not get that one. Mm. I really was making it complicated. I'm like, fork in the road? But I'm like, there's not enough spaces for that. Like, <laughs> it was like that's four. only four. four. Yeah. F4, okay? <laughs> Next one. Three letters. Hint is Peter's best friend in Spider-Man Homecoming. Ned. Yes. That one I laughed at. <laughs> Especially because I expressed my disdain for Ned. Yeah, you don't like that. Yeah. He just, he gets on my nerves. He does. He's going to have superpowers in the next one. I hope so. Maybe, he that'll went make, the... maybe that'll make me like him. And then the last one, five letters. Hint is cupcake decor. Cupcake decor. See, I got this one, but at first I put the wrong answer. And then I was like, that you, you also get to see the words. Yeah, the, how many boxes yeah. there, yeah. And five no, letters. Mm-hmm. Decor. Don't think about it too hard. Cupcake decor. That's not topping because that's long. That's more. For, it's not frosting. Cream? Mm-mm. Whip? Mm-mm. No, it's not whip. Whip has an E, huh? Whip says W-H-I-P. What's W-H-I-P-E? White. Oh, I thought that was whippy. <laughs> <laughs> whippy. <laughs> um, cupcake topping. Wait, topping or? Cupcake decor. Decor. Um, you got 10 seconds. Baked? Nope. Baking? Mm-mm. I don't know. Icing. Girl. I know. You, yes, I you said frosting and I was like, ooh, <laughs> close. Girl, bye. <laughs> Those are my Geek of the Weeks. What um, you play this week? I've been fucking up Kingdom Hearts 1. I'm not going to lie. The other day I told you, like, I've just been playing it, like, from... Like 12.30 a.m. Because that's usually when I'm done with homework stuff. From like 12.30 a.m. to 2 a.m. Or later. I've been playing it. Like making that my specific time. So it's the last thing I do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the other day I literally beat. Um, I beat Monstro. I beat Hercules. I beat the Halloween place. And Little Mermaid. And Neverland in one night. I was like fun. My question to you <laughs> is. Once you beat the game. Because it seems like you're just going through to beat the world. Are you going to go back to get like the little trinities and stuff? I've been doing that along the way girl. Have you been getting all of them? Yeah. All the trinities? Yeah. I, 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 you have to get to the hollow bastion to unlock the yellow one. So I just got finally the access to the last one. I'm still trying to get all the summonings. I'm looking for Dumbo. I have to say. So what you're saying is. When you say you've beat the game. You've gotten everything. It's no, that's 100%. not beating the game to me. Beating the game is completing the story mode. The, but that's what I'm saying. Are you go, once you're done completing the story mode, are you going to go back to get everything so the game is 100%? Maybe, maybe, but I'm doing that along the way as I'm going. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, um, like I got, oh, I got the Alice in Wonderland Keyblade because I have the abilities to get do the things I needed to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the Hercules one. I got a cloud uh, sword. So you figured out what you need to do what do you mean? on Hercules' yeah. world? Well, exactly what? what you told me to, push the thing. See? But I, No, but I was trying to, but you know why? Because I was pushing it on the wrong side. And I'm like, are you fucking <laughs> <kidding> me? <laughs> and he just had to talk and say, this is too heavy. Uh-huh. And I was like, it's too heavy. What do you mean? And I was like, I just need to go on the other side to push it. Mm-hmm. I tried pushing on the other side. It wasn't doing it. <laughs> so... 
Anyway, that's done. Um, I just I did a save spot for you. So if you want to play it one day and try fighting Maleficent, I have you. I have a save spot if you want to just try and beat her. But I already beat her on my main save file. Okay. Um, Can you save it when you get to the the part where once you've gotten past all the worlds, it's like you're near the end. Oh, you want to fight the you want to fight uh uh the bald mountain guy. He has the big wings. He yeah, looks like the devil. Uh-huh. The I don't want to fight him because that took me years. I just want to. <laughs> I don't. No, no, no. You can keep that. Yeah, I just want to go. I want to be in the part where you go down. And, oh, that'll be anytime after. That's that. That'll always be there. Once you beat the game, you'll be able to go all the way down. You, you it'll leave you right up until you the final boss with Ansem. Like it'll leave you there. Because that I didn't. But I didn't go through that final door. That, that thing. I want you to save it to where I have to do all that to get to the final door. Then you'll have to beat the bald mountain thing. That's fine. Then you could save it right there. Okay. It just took me so long to yeah, beat him. But I'm on level like 50 already. So we're good. I literally, every Heartless I hit right now just dies. Mm-hmm. Except for the ones in Hollow Bastion because they're the, that's the highest level right now. Okay. But um, I'm about to, I beat Maleficent as the dragon. I... I didn't know what to do because she just constantly throws fire. Like everything's just on fire and there's nowhere to go. Donald literally dies because he can't heal you because three hits and he's like, ah, he dies. And I, I will stand in the fact that Donald is useless. Okay. All I've ever seen Donald do is die and have to heal that bitch. You know what? I don't know what you're doing with him, but he works <laughs> just fine for me as a support, as my support healer. Um, I just changed the the like his options in the start menu i just adjusted them what fits better he uses the stronger spells now so he'll like freeze everybody so they just are frozen you're just gonna fuck them up until they unfreeze Mm -hmm. and i was gonna die with maleficent but i didn't know you could freeze her with stop and he did it and thank god he did because i was like (laughs) one one hit left and i had enough time to heal myself but i had uh i have tinkerbell as a summoning and bitch i forgot that she heals you She'll just heal you the whole... You summon her, you leave her there. She'll constantly heal the three of you throughout the battle. Oh, that's cool. Until you die. Like, if you die once, she'll give up her life to bring you back once. And then you keep going, but she's gone. So I like her. I think she's, like, honestly the best summoning, probably. Her or Mushu. I just got Mushu, too. He sits on your head, Uh and he shoots fireballs at everybody as you're fighting. That's cool. Yeah, so I've really been diving deep in that. I did beat the, the Toy Story world in Kingdom Hearts 3. And I just started Tangled, and it's interesting. I like the music in the Tangled one. The fighting music is really cool. Um, what a difference, though, from what, like playing the first one to the third one. I'm like, damn, this game has come far. Like now, the graphics look super, super good. And the old ones, I'm like, the camera, I'm like this camera fucking sucks. That's why I've died sometimes because the camera. I try to move it, it don't move. Like it, it moves, but then it just swings back to the area I don't need it to look at, so I can. Mm-hmm fight but it's okay uh, i just i need to accept the retro av- the retro aspect of it because it, it's a classic um that's literally what i've been playing i've played animal crossing a little bit i'm trying to build my town up again i just made yoda an account in my animal crossing because i want another home so uh he i made him an account he's in my animal crossing his name's yodi <laughs> uh that's all i've been playing honestly when when i have the downtime Okay. I sometimes do the cityscape thing just to like met, like decompress my brain and just build random buildings. Yeah, that's cool. All right. Well, you have nothing else to share. I watched um uh like a 30 minute preview of the new Lego Star Wars game that's going to come out for the Switch. It looks so good, bitch. Like 
it's actual gameplay. It's like not them reviewing it. Somebody. Yeah, that, I'm ready. I'm, it looks. I'm gonna play. So good. Do you have a date yet? Um, I think it's April fifth. Oh, they're not gonna release it on May fourth. No, I think they're releasing it. What a missed April, opportunity. I think it's April fifth, but I took a screenshot. Let me see if I still have it. I might not have. I might have deleted it, but. No, I did. Okay, so there was a picture of like the worlds that you can, the different planets. I think there's like over 12 planets you can visit from all the Star Wars games mm-hmm. that they that they included in it. And like, that's cool. That is pretty cool. And there's actually like battling like a war. There's like a war screen too, where it's like you can be on like a battlefield and you all the bad guys and all the good guys and you're on like you're strategically. I'm excited to fly. You're going to do that too? I'm excited to fly and shoot. Mm-hmm. Use a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. A lightsaber? That's what I said. Lightsaber? So I said. I thought you said lifesaver. No, I said lightsaber. Oh. Well, yeah, I'm excited for it. It looked really good. It made me want it. Now there is a demo we can download for free for on the Switch, but the demo is just like a tease. I don't want the tease. I want the whole thing because I don't want to get far and then it'd be like, thanks for playing the demo. Actually, I want to download the demo. I'll download it later. Well, you do that and you let me know how it is. Will do. But that's all I got. All right. Well. It's hot in here. It is hot. It's It got warmer throughout the day. And it was only 74 at the beach, but it yeah. felt super hot when it went skating. Starting to heat up. Spring. No offense, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, for anyone that's listening, thanks for listening once again. Thanks for tuning in. Um, thanks for checking in on us. Yeah. We'll start here. We're... Uh, if you've noticed the absence from social media for our, our podcast. Oh, yeah. Because I've taken social media out of my life. And so I'm going to get back to it. But as Benjamin mentioned earlier, he's doing some different things with uh, mar- marketing for us in regards to images. So that sh- stuff should be coming out soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, keep an eye out for that. But thanks for listening. If you can and have the means to try and eat healthy. Take care of yourself and stay safe. Meditate and stay grounded in this airy season. Until next week, Benjamin. (laughs) Until next week, Nicholas. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.